You ready to smash some meat together? Genuine Wrestle Boys. What's up? What's up? Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. First, we're going to start with the most important news of the week. Our truth had a match. And a rap song. <laughs> I'm Derek. True. I'm Matt. Eastside. Jenna. Katie. I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Matt again. I'm, I'm still Eastside. And Dr. Blurg, we got some fucking words for you. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Blurg, while you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, not in your shirt. To me. I want you to digest this because before you come on this podcast, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. What is happening? I don't hate you, Dr. Blurg. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like a lot of wrestling Twitter. I hate this idea that you're the best because you're not the best. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world, and there's one thing you're better at than I am, and that's being Vince McMahon. <laughs> Put on your goddamn shirt, you piece of shit. <laughs> I Do- love you. Dr. Blurg. I love you, Vince. I'm calling you out right here. Yeah, that was that was impassioned. Thank you. Well, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Blurg, waiting for your response. Yeah. I'll see Ball- your response on Sunday when you're caring for some animals. Yeah. Balls in your court. It was a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it was the pipe blurg. He says pipe blurg. <laughs> well, let's get into this week. Um, Raw had something important that we'll talk about in a second. Uh, the, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey are friends again, so that was great. Yeah, they're just like, hey, we're buds now. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. That was dumb. Fuck you. Yeah. Big old, Not you, Oster. Sorry. Big fuck old. you, Oster. <laughs> I meant fuck you it. in the ether of like them. <laughs> fuck them. Big old waste of time. I feel like they don't know what they're doing with any of their storylines right now. Yeah, like, I, I feel like they're like, oh shit, we're going to introduce tag titles and we don't have tag teams. Yeah. Let's yeah. make them a tag team. But not only that, just like the way they're already getting rid of like James Ellsworth too. Is he like for real fired? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a day to day contract. He was on a day to day. I saw that. Yeah, so but yeah, we just needed you to fuck over Oscar. Go back to the Indies. right. I mean, he got, he got probably check. was it, and he probably cashed a check, brother. Yeah, and he's probably super respectful backstage. Got to hang Everybody out. actually really liked him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vince go... for some reason really liked him. Yeah. It's because he's funny looking. Got yeah. to go surfing with Shinsuke one more time. I bet. Um, they also teased us with. Uh, Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman have a match at Money in the Bank. SummerSlam. That's what I meant. SummerSlam. Summer in the Bank. Summerfest. If Kevin Owens wins, he gets the Money in the Bank contract. And man, that made my my mind wrong. How is Kevin Owens not the good guy? He's like, Braun, you tried to fucking ruin my career. I kill me. Like my my kids like are I, scared of me like, like I can't, walking. I can't leave the house without my kids crying. Yeah. 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 Poor Owen. He is yeah. probably real upset. Owen Owens. Owen Owens. <laughs> Owen. Owen. But, but oh, yeah. Oh, I, I knew a, an Owen that he's actually named after and knows my brother Owen. That's true, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Kevin, Kevin's a good wrestler and he, uh, he always throws little nods to me because he just knows uh, that I'm probably the greatest wrestler in uh, Canada history, even though you wrestle boys didn't think so. But if you don't like it, tough shit. <laughs> I voted for you, Brett. I didn't have a vote. 
You still tough shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that just made my mind race because like Kevin Owens could. Could you feel your heartbeat racing? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, but you I could. Have a fear in your chest. Yeah, I could. Like if I could just see Brock Lesnar lying on the ground, lifeless. I mean Roman Reigns. Let's be honest. And Kevin Owens just <laughs> pinning him. And Kevin Owens getting the title. Oh, man. And then Brock beating the shit out of him. But still. Oh. So, guys, how about Roman winning, huh? Yeah. Like, what did I say about preemptively giving him his win? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It was like, hey, we got a 50-50 shit out of this. Yeah. So, here's your win, Bob. Right. <laughs> I mean, the fucking crowd was going for it, though. There was some well, like, they, they did a good job of actually producing the match. And, like, like big spots just fucking... Big spot, big spot, kick out, kick out, kick out. Yeah. So they did a really good job of doing that. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's like, I knew it was going to go, and I didn't want it to go there, but it did. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was that four-way between... Oh, wait, not a four-way. Finn versus Drew that turned into the tag team of Balor, Seth, Dolph, and Drew. That was a daddy daddy match right there. That was a... Yeah. yeah. That was good. Uh, Smackdown real quick. Uh, Smackdown Live. It opened with Randy Orton. And uh, this is a weird thing I never thought I'd say. I like Randy Orton. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. No, his promo was insanely good. It was really, really right. good, I thought so. I've never seen that. The thing that was, like, so good about that, what though, is, like, that's genuinely probably how he fucking feels. Oh, yeah. Because he's had to, like be this good guy for the past few months and like people just shitting on his matches constantly and him just being being able to be like you dumbass marks like yeah, yeah, two yeah. sweet signs yeah. like i'm like that's totally how he i know it. yeah when he was saying bingo halls and indie darlings i was like oh he knows the words to get the fans like up like all pissed off yeah yeah i just i mean i've just seen randy Rick where he was like kicking john cena's dad in the head <laughs> and so like this randy is like definitely a good change of pace but like i legend killer like hurting Mick Foley and throwing him downstairs and like mm-hmm. trying to murder the Undertaker with his dad who had hep C or something like the Undertaker's dad or Randy's dad Randy, Bob Orton's <laughs> junior uh, mm. so just that, that Randy like I really liked legend killer Randy well what I liked about his promo was the turning the legend killer thing around yeah the real legend killers but I do I do you. like that he like came out he said why he did it he's like he has like a purpose and now he's a bad guy, and he can go do dastardly things. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I I like that it's, like, it gave him direction. It didn't just, like, leave it so fucking, like, shitty like they did last week. Want to know why I did this? Huh? I was hoping tune in next week. You better tune in next week. I was week, hoping you'd come out and say, you want to know why I did this? I love putting my fingies through other people's ears. Everyone's just like, then I smell it. And then I give it the old sniff treatment. We all know the most dastardly thing he did was try to grow his hair out. Yeah, that was that was rough. I don't know. I mean, he did like kick Stephanie or like in the head or kick Vince in the head, then kiss Stephanie. Oh, that was the thing he did. Yeah, that sucks. And also, he's kicked John Cena's dad twice. Yeah, he's also shitting bags. Yeah, I really, really yes. hope that he actually brings back the punt, even though I know he won't. I, I liked the punt because, like, if he's gonna be a heel, the RKO is always gonna get a pop. Yeah, like, no, just kick people in the head to kill them. Yeah, mm-hmm. or yeah. the dick, yeah. or that. Yeah, dick kick. But I'm excited to watch Orton now, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, we also had Rusev and Andrade just 
Oh, that was, a, that was just nice to look at. You could yeah. tell that they're trying to yeah. make sure everybody knows that Andrade's above mid-card now. Mm-hmm. Put him in the ring with AJ, have a competitive match, and then he goes over Rusev. Yeah. So, Beat the guy that just had, like, a good, like, world title match. Yeah, so you could tell now they're, like, trying to go, like, with Andrade, and they probably are, like, they probably, like, they always want a fucking, like, Mexican star, and... He's a good-looking dude, and he comes with the mask out, like, at the beginning, so they can market that. Yeah, yeah. He also comes with Selena, who is excellent. Yeah, Selena's really good. I'm sure, like, in maybe in their minds, it's like, was Vicky Eddie's manager? No. no. She, she was just a manager. She came in, she, after, no, she she came came in after he died. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was, like, a way to bring her back thing. into the company and, like, Vicky keep, a, keep was, a paycheck like, coming. pretty much only involved with the uh, custody storyline. For oh, dominance, that he had fucked it up. That was like really the only time Vicky was involved until after his passing. Then why do I know so much about her? Because she was like heavily featured for like years. Yeah, she was like oh, GM for quite, yeah, quite a while. Until like a couple years ago, like she finally retired. But before then, she had a job for life. Like yeah. if she yeah. wanted it, like mm-hmm. because of everything that happened with Eddie, they gave her a job for life. Yeah, I and, feel like that might f- feel similar. Like having a. Uh, Zelina be it's Andrade's a, manager. It's a lot different because, like, the, um, the Vicky was also not just a manager; she was a general manager of SmackDown. Oh, okay, okay. And then she played favorites with like the champion usually. Okay, and it was like she had like Edge, like was the biggest one. Like it was her and Edge, and they got married. And Dolph, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the Dolphin. Nice. And then who was Edge got kids? Was it Alicia Fox? Because she was the wedding planner. Yes. Like, yeah. What a fucking dumb story. Like, we think wrestling's bad now. That sounds fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez was the wedding planner. Yeah. Um, yeah they're La Familia. It was like Edge, um, Kurt Hawkins, and Zack Ryder, and Chavo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a weird, a weird time. It's, you fucking right it was. Um, R-Truth at a match against Mojo. I will say this. R-Truth always gets a pop. Everybody always sings along to a song. Mm-hmm. Great shape. Can still move. So that rap song, this is not the first time that's happened. Oh, oh no. no. That's, that's his thing. Does. That's his thing. Does he rap his own theme every time he comes yeah. out? Yes. Yeah. He's a rap star. That's uh, V's favorite wrestler. Shout out, Jake. Did, I didn't fucking know any of this. Did you ever see when he was uh, tag te- teaming with uh, uh, Goldust? The Golden Truth? Truth? Yeah, he no. would rap that song. Did he? I didn't yeah. I missed all that stuff. <laughs> I don't think they ever showed it on Hulu. <laughs> no, definitely. No, I don't think so. But they would have like the words going across the screen so you could sing along at home. With R Truth's head bouncing like the bouncing Gold ball. Gold oh, Gold head, head? Like, bouncing oh my off God. each word. I love, it was yeah. out of control. I love that. Yeah. I'm R Truth. They call me R Trizzle. That's Gold Dust. I call them Gold Dizzle. <laughs> oh, Real <shit>. lyrics. <laughs> Old Gold Dizzle. I bet he did call him Gold Dizzle too. He probably <laughs> called him Dustin. Maybe. <laughs> just Ron and Dustin. Oscar <laughs> uh, finally got a win. Yeah, that was nice. With Billy Kay. Yeah. I just want to say I love how annoying the Iconics are. Oh, I love them. They're mm. so good at being like the chicken shit heels, and mm-hmm. like I don't know if it's because they're just like that annoying in real life, but like they just play the part so well. Their mm-hmm. theme song drills a hole into my brain and plays over and over and over. It's Eastside's favorite theme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we finally found out who uh, AJ Styles is facing at SummerSlam. Oh, did we finally find this out? <laughs> yeah. Did we? L- Illuminati <laughs> confirmed, finally. Yeah. 
Uh, I but mean, first Samoa James... Joe can't just sign a contract and make it legally binding. I think Paige has to sign it. Actually, I think she already did. AJ. Yeah, she signed it, and a- then he beat him up. And AJ has to she, sign it. She signed it, Adge signed it, and now Small Joe did. Well, so I guess speaking, that's the match. Speaking kayfabe, was he the actual one? Yeah, she yeah. said as much afterwards. Okay. He was basically okay. like, I didn't hey, like what you had planned, hey, so I did my own way. <laughs> and then she's like, Samoa Joe, here. Samoa Joe here. <laughs> hey, chick. God, what a... Oh, that commercial. Imagine that commercial, but with Samoa is, Joe instead. That is burned <laughs> in my fucking mind. There's a reason they don't show it anymore. Joe but here. Because they, 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 got all, they wore out the tape showing it at WrestleMania. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. It they was after every match. Hey, chick. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch beat Carmella. Yeah, it makes sense, because you got to set up the one-on-one match. Yeah, but... Yeah. Also, just, I it's like just hate it. the idea of like beat the champ to become number one contender. Because like, didn't like, she like beat everybody else in the division? Yeah, and now, like, like it should just be should okay. The champ and become the champ is, should be how it goes. Is yeah. Thing. yeah. Like I get why they do it to like be like, oh, they can beat the champ. It's like you can beat everyone else, and like theoretically, that just means that you're the best challenger. But like, it, it makes me have reservations. That's like, well, she got the one win over Carmella, so how's Carmella I'm, gonna sneak out? A I'm win? just glad that it happened so early that there's still time for Carmella to be like sneakily beating up Becky Lynch for the next few weeks until yeah. SummerSlam. So, so yeah, they're probably gonna get the title off of her and Alexa just before the the big pape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And they're going to take it off of? They're going to take it off of both of them. Before SummerSlam? No, before the big pape. Oh. Mania? Mania? No, the no. big pape. Oh. The mystery. Oh, the Evo- the well, we haven't talked about oh, it yet, so sorry. Just- oh, okay. Wow, spoilers, Matt. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. Tommaso oh. Ciampa was the NXT title. <laughs> <laughs> Matt we'll just giving out spoilers. Um. <laughs> we got New Day Insanity, and I love this team up. Uh, I think it should have been Sanity's win. Sanity well, definitely like, should have won. They just look like a bunch of just freaking like nobodies or mid card like that's it. Like Alexander Wolf seems like the like just the guy to take the pin. It's the Chase Owens. Yeah, yeah. Chase Sanity. Owens. The Crown yeah. Jewel. But yeah, they're great. The Crown Jewel of Sanity. <laughs> a weird thing though was Nikki Cross was on mm-hmm. Monday. And nowhere to be found on Tuesday. Live events. Yeah. She's, do, she's doing live events. Yeah. And they just wanted all women, like, uh, all the women talent right there. Yeah. That it makes was sense. it was everybody that was out of character. It was, this wasn't part of the entertainment portion of the show. Like, Nikki was 100% in character. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's what they're, they're going to say. It's not part of the entertainment portion of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Trinity was serious. hanging out with Nikki Cross the weekend before. So, I think, yeah, they were doing live events too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to NXT. Hey, try Shout out Brady, he'd wrestling to come. <laughs> uh, we got Alistair Black versus Tomacho's Champa. Tomato Champer. In a match that <laughs> shouldn't have been on t- just basic ass television. That's what I said. Uh, this Should is probably my favorite match this year. Like out of any match? Yep. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I I love Alistair Black, so I'm very biased. And Tommaso Ciampa is the best heel of all time. But in I mean, my head. more yeah. than Okada right Omega? <laughs> yeah, like, there, we... I think... Well, I gotta go. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to rewatch those. I gotta go. I love Tommaso Ciampa. That match was super good. It was yeah. really, really good, but, like, 
Best match of the year. My favorite. They br- they broke the scale, though. <laughs> <laughs> It was a really good match, but um, I know it doesn't mean that has to be your favorite match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to seven. Yeah, no, I mean it should be. Fucking should be, but I mean, fucking should be, but I just whatever. I mean, if you like bad, no, I'm kidding. It was really, really, really good, but I wouldn't stay up till five a.m. to watch it. The the full cell crowd always bums me out because they're just like super entitled fans. Oh yeah, because I get it every fucking month, you know. Yeah. Um. I don't like fucked finishes. I'm more of a give me a nice clean boy because it means more. But it needed to happen. Yeah, that but way. Well, it's, set, it's setting up the match we already talked about last week, which is going to be a three way, a little three dog night. Yeah. But um, <laughs> like it, it makes sense. It was a good match, but like, yeah, I, I I know that they can do better. They will do better. Oh yeah, but I just loved how resilient uh, Champa is. He kicked out for things that. Like Lars Sullivan didn't even kick out of, and it, like he didn't kick out of the black bass. They protected the finishes really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just like good was, job, Drake Younger taking that concrete bump. Oh, of course. Like when yeah. they pulled up the thing and he took that bump, I'm like, a fucking course it's Drake do. They probably misses being an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but oh, then, man, I want to take that bump, man. But then like when Alistair like had him pinned and the ref didn't count it, I liked it. Yeah, that's a visual pin. It's it's yeah. It's, it's it, yeah. It plants it's, in your mind that. Uh, Alistair won that exactly. Match. Mm-hmm. That's like the psychology of it. It's supposed to like do that to you. Be like, oh, looks like he won. Yeah, he should have won. Like you're supposed to be outraged as a as a fan, as a, a and liking the good guys. Mm. Yeah, and then the Gar- fan favorites. Gargano showing up and then building like the that the dumbest way they always build heat, but still building heat with with uh, Black because he hit him with the belt on accident. Like so now Black has a reason to want to fight him. Yeah, wait, did Johnny hit Black yes. with the title? Yeah, yeah. it did not look. It, did, it was on accident. Yes. Yeah, oh. he was trying to pull the belt away from uh, Tomato Champer. Uh, yeah, the Tomato Chopper. Yeah, yeah, Mater Champer. <laughs> Duh, Marcel. Champa got the win. Yep, and it was a good match. I enjoyed it a lot. And yeah, I can't really even remember anything else that so, happened. I really NXT. enjoyed how naked Champa looked when he was wearing the belt. Yeah, yeah he looked like he would just turn around and just be his ass. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, next week on NXT, we get Kona Reeves versus EC3. Ooh, <laughs> wow! Because they didn't have the finest coffee. Yeah. God damn it! Oh, they weren't. In and then Candice uh, challenged Shayna Baszler. Yeah, which is cooler, kind of showing her like. Like, hey, like, she's, like, they're, like, distancing her now. Yeah. Which I feel like it was, if you look back in hindsight and think about it, it's a good way to introduce her and make people care about her right uh-huh. off with saying, hey, she's with, like, the most popular person in NXT and the best baby face right now. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I saw a clip from the end of the match, like, the, f- the finish of it, and the way it happens is so cool. Like, I'm stoked to see that match. So, I, you're sh- saying next week we'll see Candice versus... The, I think it might be in a couple weeks. Oh, uh, a couple weeks. Okay. They, they just, like, had a little standoff, and, like, it's cool building up Candice's characters. Like, she's, like, super tough, doesn't take shit, and then especially on, like, the... Like, it was, like, four years ago, she took a super kick with a thumbtack shoot of the yeah. first. Yeah. anniversary today, and we watched that match. Great match. Yeah, we just watched it. I just watched it for the first time. Oh, Gorilla wow. Warfare? Yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. It's insane. Those gummy bears. Those sick fucks. You sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't watched that match, uh, watch it. Uh, right now. Young, watch it. young Bucks versus uh, World's Cutest Tag Team. It's on YouTube. Uh 
Candice LeRae is the best. Go do wrestler. it from High Spots Network. Support them because like they have a lot of cool content. And yeah. Kevin Steen is a guest commentator on it. Yeah, that's a very fun. Kevin part of that Steen match. used to do so much good commentary. PWG. So speaking of PWG, mm-hmm. somebody just pulled out of the Battle of Los Angeles. Well, yeah, he's too busy in the Wrestle Boys Classic tournament. Yeah. yeah, and I think he has some other commitments. Nah. Smoking weed. <laughs> Matthew Riddle signed. Hell yes. Uh, C- CZW literally today said, "One of your fucking spoiled it." Said, your last I- chance to see him on the Indies before WWE on their flyer. <laughs> Yeah, like DJ oh, and John yeah. Zandig are fucking morons. But no, I hope he doesn't get in trouble for no, that. No, he won't. See, they know CZW is run by a fucking moron. <laughs> I mean, they signed Dean Ambrose from there, so. That's true. And Sammy Callahan and Drake, Drake Younger. Like, so. Callahan was in WWE? Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Has Drake mm-hmm. Younger always uh, he was a hacker? He, yeah, his gimmick was he was a hacker, and his theme was like, "This is he, not a test." He totally is the one who hacked Adam Cole's Twitter this That's week. Sick. His name was uh, Solomon Crow. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's sick. Also, Adam Cole was trained at CZW as well, and big run there. Yeah. His gimmick used to be he just used to make out with Mia Yim. Nice. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. That was the, that's what they call him, the Panama City Playboy. Is that why? One of the many. He looks like he'd he used be a to wear like yellow router. trunks, and he used to look real naked. Huh. Hmm. And yes, Drake always has been weirdly tan. Yeah, so tan. Not that yeah. tan, but like he's always had a good. I mean, tan. he's just living the life down in Florida right yeah, now. So. Yeah. 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 I uh, fucking miss Drake's tan. Speaking of more indie mm-hmm. news, I mean, I guess this is a spoiler, but it's also all over the internet. Is Walter's new progress champion? Yeah, that's oh, nice. Weird and cool. It is. There's there's always rumors about him signing or if he has it or not. It takes a little bit longer for international talent to get a deal. Where's he from? Germany. Oh, okay. I he's he from Austria. Oh, well, that's Germany light. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm actually really excited to see Matt Riddle because he's going to be the guy in NXT. NXT yeah. for a while. One like, hun- like, it'll be for a year. Is it just like, oh, we're going to call up Adam Cole. Let's get a different Adam Cole. No. <laughs> How long has Matt, Matt Riddle Riddle's going to be a baby face, 100%. Oh, yeah. How yeah, long has I, he been in the game? Like three or four years. Yeah. Really? So not that long. Yeah, he was a UFC fighter before. He was 32 years old, prime did he, time. Did he uh, fight shoeless in UFC? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone does. Everybody does. Do they? Yeah, yeah. that's part of why he does it in wrestling I don't wrestling watch that now. show. <laughs> oh, that um, he, he has the most sickening knockout ever in UFC. Oh, I watched God. it this week. And the yeah. guy literally is moaning on the ground because he gets like... His entire jaw broken three times. Oh my fucking Jesus. god! He um he was on t- on not tough enough. Um, the Ultimate Fighter. The Ultimate Fighter. He broke oh, his yeah. jaw in three spots doing he, hammer fist. He was really really good. He was still young in that game too. He like started doing grappling and like uh, nogi Brazilian jiu jitsu and stuff. Uh, yeah. Because he thought like that was the best way to get into pro wrestling as a kid. Really? Yes, because he was like, well, there's Ken Shamrock, Kurt Angle, Dan Severn. This is what you got to do. This he is, just did it, and then five years later, was really he was good. Mm-hmm. He, no, he was really good as a kid doing like actual grappling and wrestling. So he went to MMA, got signed with the UFC, uh, ended on a four-fight winning streak, but kept popping for marijuana. And Dana White fucking hated him, so they fired him. Hell yeah! And then he talked a bunch of shit about Dana White. Hell yeah! And now there he is. He mm-hmm. just killed the Indies, doing awesome. Learned yeah. wrestling. So fast. I just really hope they let him fight barefoot because I could see them not. No, they but. will. They will. Because well, Rusev fought barefoot for the longest time. He, I, he wears shitty little boots now, right? <laughs> yes. He got them from Roddy. <laughs> but no, I think they, they don't do a barefoot anymore because like, it hurts their feet. 
And also, he's going to be the clear number one guy um, in NXT as the baby face. Oh, yeah. Because it's impossible. He's like six foot one or two, jacked, looks good. Like, Yes. He seems like a real fun boy. He loves weed. He'll be this generation's Rob Van Dam. Oh, hell yeah. Mixed with Kurt Angle. It's a yes. terrifying combination. One of a kind. <laughs> and then I, on the main roster, I, there's no way he's going to like, like... He's unmissable. Like, Yeah. He's massive, well, shredded, good looking. And, he, like, and he's, he's real. Like He can just take the Brock Lesnar spot. Yeah, he's a UFC guy. So mm-hmm. they like He's that. a likable UFC guy. <laughs> yeah. I want to see. I I have never watched him wrestle, but I want to see him versus Aleister Black right now. Mm. I I think that's why they're probably cool with like letting Aleister Black go on Mm -hmm. to the main roster. Yeah, that's where he's heading next. Well, because now they they don't need him. They got they got guys coming. They got Keith Lee. They got him. They have a ridiculous next class for NXT. Yeah, I mean they just gave uh, Dijak a new name. So like he's gonna be uh, um, getting a different push. Rory so, Gulak, <laughs> Rory Gulak possibly, Robbie E maybe, formerly of the Bromans, but yeah, they just uh, Chris Dijak is now Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, I saw that. Don Dijon. Like Don Dijon. Don Dijon, baby. <laughs> I'm stoked to see Matt Riddle on TV because I saw him in person. That's got to be cool. That makes me feel cool. Yeah. I saw an indie wrestler. Now he's getting big. Nice. Yeah. Also, in other indie news, he's a stallion. Uh, Pete Dunne <laughs> is fighting Brody King at that progress show in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's also cool. Jimmy Havoc versus Walter. That's a fun show. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that'll just be cool for Brody King. Yeah. Because that'll put eyes on him. He's already getting a lot of eyes because he's doing really good in PWG. Cool. So like he's already, his, his stock's already gone up for the fact that he got booked for PWG. I just want, yeah. my, I want my hardcore boys to go far. So you a big fan of Kevin Blackwood then? I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's from the Northeast. Okay. Not in God's hate, I'll tell you that much. I know. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Slammiversary. So Impact had their like WrestleMania pay per view, and we watched it. No, I th- isn't Bond for Glory their big one? This one's like one of their huge ones too, because. Oh yeah, no, because Bound for Glory is like their next big one, and it's going to be in New York City. Like so, they're going Slam, to Slam Adversaries, like and Bound for Glory, like the two the big, big ones, mm-hmm. the big ends. But yeah, we decided to watch it with uh, me, Jenna, and Brady. Cause we actually paid for it. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I have <laughs> one question, real quick. What's if you're not invested in any of those wrestlers, is it still good? Oh yeah. Yes, okay. because actually a lot of them I I do like. There's only like one match that I didn't really care about either of them, but I, like, I know who they are. Okay. And so the first match was, I didn't get a catch just because I was coming home from work and getting everybody food. It was Johnny Impact, a.k.a. Johnny Defiance, a.k.a. Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. John Morrison. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, he a.k.a. Beat, Boone. <laughs> Boone. Boone. Bounty Hunter. A.k.a. Johnny Nitro. Hell yeah. Um, he beat uh, Phoenix, Taiji Ishimori, and Petey Williams. And it was a fucking great match, let me tell you. It's a... Four guys who can just go. And Ichimori needs to get back to New Japan quick. They introduced mm-hmm. him as the Bone Soldier. Hell yeah. <laughs> did they? Yeah. The Boone Soldier? Bone Soldier. Oh, did they? Taiji Ishimori's yeah. Bone Soldier. Oh, oh, yeah. they, John Morrison is Boone Soldier. Boone Soldier. <laughs> the next match was uh, just a singles match versus Tessa Blanchard and Ali, formerly Cherry Bomb. 
was a great women's match. It was better than like most of the women's matches we've been getting on WWE. Yeah. Cool. Even like I was laughing because Brady made a comment. He was like, "Yeah, he was like, this is better than any women's matches I watched lately." Yeah, they're both like really good. Tessa's young, so. Uh, I was like, I was amazed how like few years Tessa's been yes. in the game. Wrestling. She's and been wrestling also, for like three years. Allie's been in the game for a long, long time. She's been wrestling for like thirteen years yeah. or something. So next was Edward Edwards versus Tommy Dreamer, who just pops up everywhere. Tommy fucking Dreamer. He, he, like one week he'll be on Impact, next week he's on Lucha Underground. Shows up de- shows up at WWE like randomly. He's just everywhere. Everybody loves Tommy. But uh, Eddie Edwards beat him in a House of Hardcore Rules match. I didn't recognize Eddie Edwards in this match. Like he, I feel like he looks like kind of crazy. He, right he, that's his gimmick right now. Yeah. Is it, like he like snapped after the He's whole broken. bat. broken. After the whole bat to Is the he? eye thing where he actually broke his eye. His yeah. His bone. Yeah. And like it could have blinded him. He could have lost that eye because Sammy Callan's a fucking moron. More on that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was a fun Tommy Dreamer match. Like it, you know what to expect out of a Tommy Dreamer hardcore match. And at the end, he like passed the kendo stick on to like Eddie Edwards. Did he? Yeah. That's so, weird, Edwards. It was a it was a cute little ending. Yeah. Yeah. In the words of Dave Meltzer. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. Um, the next match was Brian Cage against Matt Seidel, which I thought was funny because you have Matt Seidel who's the heel, but he is like half of Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage is fucking big. He's a fucking machine. Swolverine. Swolverine. I love yeah. that, that he called himself he used to call himself like a fucking machine. Like, a, like he, a fucking machine? Is he a fucking machine? Or is he like a, a fucking, fucking machine? machine. <laughs> well, it's the unbreakable fucking machine. <laughs> probably not with yeah, what steroids does to you. Yeah. It's probably yeah, not yeah. a fucking machine. It impedes your... I mean, you did see his hog once. I did. Full hog? Huh? Naked hog? No, um, long story, but yeah, I've, I've seen Brian Cage's hog before. We got time. We got time. <laughs> if you want to share the story, don't have to share the story. We don't need to share the story. I just saw his hog from above one time. Well, actually, it was twice. Was why is, was he, was he why like, is there no like no reason to share a story? It's not even that good, of, like that bad of a story. I mean, no, like, I know. I don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to hear why. I Does anybody Brian- want to hear me cut CM Punk's promo to Dr. Blurg? No. Well, but we I all it? thought it was yes. entertaining. <laughs> Everyone was laughing. I mean, a story about Brian Cage's okay. hog is bound to be entertaining. So at AEW, it's in the Logan Square Auditorium, and we always stand on the balcony, and like it's right above where the wrestlers come out, and Brian Cage just pulled his trunks, and his hog just fucking came out. Oh. <laughs> like, and me and Ashley were like... It's his dick. And, like, and then he like readjusts it and it came out again. We're like, holy fuck. So now anytime I see Brian Cage, I just think of his hog. Did he? Did it have muscles? No. Not muscle dick. No. Did he have a muscly D? Yeah, no, he doesn't look like he'd have a nice, nice, nice hog. Look up, I uh, think, find uh, Chris Logan from FCW. Find out what he used to look like. Oh, when he was tiny? Yes. Weird and small? Weird. Oh, cruiserweight. The, yeah. The best part of this match was it was for the X Division Championship, which is essentially uh, Impact's cruiserweight title. Yeah. So and you see him Brian Cage go for it. In a cruiserweight funny. match. Also, yeah. he's yeah. super athletic for his size. And then Matt Seidel has the prettiest shooting star. Like he ever. looks like single Ronnie. <gasps> he does look like he does single look like Ronnie. single Ronnie a bit. So the next match was Sue Young versus Madison Rain. Okay, I just want to say. Sue Young and Impact is like the coolest fucking thing. So she, th- she has like a clan of like dead like bridesmaids carry her out in a coffin. What? And then like they open the coffin and she pops out and it's just 
the weirdest like she's the undead bride yeah i feel like she's like what they wanted rosemary to be she's yeah, basically awesome. like oscar mixed with demon balor yeah sister abigail might it's you so say? Cool. she's like yeah it's also a little sister abigail a little undertaker so you get yeah but she had a decent decent match with uh, Madison Rain. Yeah, it was a good match for what it was, and then she just really commits to the character, which like, it makes it, like, a lot. Like, it means so much more, like, where she's, like, you can tell she's not just playing a character, she's, like, super invested. So, yeah, it's cool. And I don't know if she does it with, like, uh... Actually, no, she does do it with all of her opponents. When she beats them, she puts them in the coffin and takes them back. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So the next match was, uh... LAX, the Latin American Exchange, uh, Santana and Ortiz with Conan <laughs> versus the OGs, which is the original Latin The original American. LAX. Yep, with Hernandez and Homicide when they had Eddie Kingston in their corner, or King as they call him. Uh, this was a fucking street fight. They beat the shit out of each other. There's nothing more to say. Hernandez is fucking frightening because he looks like he will murder you, and I'm pretty sure Homicide will murder you. It's well, in the name. Yeah. It is in the name as well. It's like his finishing move is called the Cop Killer. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Did they actually say that on commentary, though? I think Cyrus might have. Okay, because I'm like, they're not going to say that. and then I don't Cyrus, well. <laughs> Cyrus don't give a fuck. Cyrus looks like a creepy motherfucker on this show. He had, like, pink sunglasses on and a suit with, like, a pink flower. And then just his voice, like, he creeps me out so yeah, he's much. He's a weird dude, but uh, it was a good match. And uh, Conan actually got involved a little bit. Didn't take really a bump, but, like, got beat up afterwards. And so... Does homicide love body count? Probably. Is that why it's cop killer? I mean, big law Also, he's just a fucking like. There's some bad dudes. I would also just believe he's never heard of the band Body Count, and he's like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, he just <laughs> like you ask him about it. That's so. just his, that's just the name cop killer. Have you ever seen the CM Punk shoot where he talks about when Homicide was really drunk? And tried to pee on him. Yes. Oh, it's it's the best. Everyone look it up. Homicide on like monster. It's him back. and Samoa Joe, and CM Punk was like their designated driver. And he's just talking about how everyone was super drunk and like destroyed Samoa Joe's house. <laughs> I can imagine CM Punk being like the least happy DD in the world. Just be like, can we fucking like, go? He said to be safe, every, but, He no. said they were at a bar and everyone was like bitching they wanted del taco so he had to drive like a car and stick and he's like i didn't know how to drive stick and he's like i was trying to take everyone to del taco and it's a really nice, funny story at nice the same movie. time that also like loki was trying to fight somebody over a game of pool that's no brand because at the end <laughs> at the end he says they called um they called loki to tell him like homicide was trying to pee on cm punk and he said hey that's happened before and then they go into another that's story before. that's like his thing yeah like he walked into two people having sex and he was like i gotta pee and he went to go pee. pissed on these two people funking <laughs> this all just sounds like my early 20s with isai <laughs> i didn't want del taco i didn't no big... but that time i was talking about my dad's friend that got banned for throwing cheese you guys were like oh yeah like, wasn't it you two or was it you and Gabe? No, we used to throw cheese at Gabe's house. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't drunk. That was just what we did. No, I know. No, we did weirder things when they were drunk. Yeah. I was weirder when I was sober, to be honest. It's true. Um, next match was a fucking phenomenal match. It was Pentagon Jr. versus Sammy Callahan in a Lucha de Apuestas match. It oh. was a really good match. Mask versus hair. Lots of pile drivers. Fuck. They, which I fuck with. They, like, they had, like, railroad spikes, like, hitting each other in the head with them. Damn bunch mm-hmm. of blood like it sucks because like Sammy Callahan's just a fucking shithead shit person but uh 
Fuck, this is a really good match. Wait, I think I saw a gif of this online. It was like somebody had a steel bat or something and was nailing. Like, yes, yeah. that was like, Pentagon Jr. did that to Sammy Callahan. Damn. And they also hit him in the fucking face with it. Oh my god. <laughs> also, uh, so Pentagon won, so he had to shave Sammy's head and he looks like... He just looks like a giant, like, drug addict now or yeah. something. Like, he does not look good. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, aside from my personal feelings on Sammy Callahan, it was a really good match. And, like, he's taking this whole, like, thing ever since, like, Eddie Edwards, like, that happened with Eddie Edwards where he really hit him in the face. He's doing a really good job of, like, using that as fuel for his character and everything. So I will say, I think Sammy Callahan's a great mar- like great at marketing himself yeah. and committing the to draw. a gimmick. Yeah. I, uh, they, they call me the draw. Because he's the same in every promotion. Like He sticks to one character. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. And then next match was uh, the greatest man that ever lived. Austin Aries. It's his nickname. Okay. I'm not just calling him that. Yeah. That is what he calls himself. Mm, factually, I don't know if that's true. But <laughs> and then uh, against Moose. 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 Um, Austin Aries carried Moose to a great match. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Brian Alvarez straight up said, if you watch this match, you'd think Austin Aries was the greatest wrestler alive because he carried Moose through this match and it and ended it, up being pretty decent. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what we were even saying too. Like, Austin Aries is so fucking good. And like he got Moose up for these brain busters. Yeah. Like everything that he did was so like crisp and just made Moose look like a million bucks. Austin Aries is such a weirdo. He just looks like a weirdo. He does. Yeah. Like weird Pitbull. Because he looks like Pitbull. Yeah, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think WWE was stupid to fire him. Yeah, yep. so they had nothing for him, brother. But no, it was a really good match. And honestly, like, there's no bullshit finishes. It was just a solid pay per view with solid matches. No bullshit in the middle. It flew by. It was a good time. And I was eating wings during it. So, like, Dude, hell yeah. everybody wins. Yeah, I think it was a really fun pay-per-view to watch. And, like, you didn't have to really know any storyline to get anything. Yeah. Like, it was just good wrestling. And they did they did do a good job of, like, prefacing everything with, like, here's why they're fighting. Yeah. But, yeah, that was Impact. Slammiversary. Nice. Sounds like a success. You've sold me. I'll watch it. Yeah, it sounds... It sounds great mm-hmm. like i only went and like watched clips of like pretty much every match but it was still like man i wish i had time to watch this whole thing um you don't have time how long is no it anymore i just got a job just again don't sleep oh, okay that'll work you can, believe me you can watch so much wrestling if you just know how to shoot one you say everything. we will yeah. never sleep sleep is for the week um all right let's talk about the women's what happened on Sma- raw so it's still open. The show opened. No up. chance. That's what you got. With Doctor Blurg, Vincent K. McMahon, who uh, like literally was there just to introduce just yeah. his daughter, just to look like my scary. father's ring. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Stephanie McMahon came out. Well, no. First, Vince came out to introduce Hunter and Steph. Yeah. Then, uh... Looking weirdly young, like Vince McMahon... No, he looked older than that. Fuck! Really, dude? I was like, everything he... He looked like he was dying! He looked like a fucking crypt keeper! His voice now was just like... (laughs) His gimmick voice, that's why. Oh, okay. He's starting to look like... like, I've noticed this a lot with, like, especially... Looks like like his skin's getting pulled farther apart. Especially noticeable with, like white people is when we get old as fuck we look like the actual fucking devil and he's there he's there <laughs> i mean he's been the actual devil for a long time well, he, so. he is, he, <laughs> and then you know 
I came out and I made sure that everybody knew that it was an NXT yeah. where we actually started the women's revolution that became an evolution. With a tear in our eyes. And some of us with a tear in our eyes. That was really sweet. Because you know what? I care about women's wrestling for at least like four years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say the one thing I liked was they actually put the fans over and saying like, hey, if like, you're pretty much the reason like we give a shit about women now yeah. instead of just taking the credit like hey Stephanie McMahon invented women's wrestling yeah, yeah didn't totally. didn't she not put herself over as much as she normally does no. no she put all the wrestlers over and then she like straight up talked to the fans like yeah. You said. yeah it was my father's ring where there was that shit match that you started the hashtag give divas a chance yeah <laughs> Minute and a half long title match that sort of that I watched that the other day too because they shared it on Instagram or I think it was on Twitter. They were like, This is the match that started the hashtag Give Divas a Chance. I can't like, believe they shared that. Yeah. Why would they do why that? Would you it was that? such bullshit. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. We're now like, Where we are at the forefront. Yeah. Of the women's evolution, <laughs> not just like, in sports entertainment. That'd be like on all of the anniversary of Domino's changing their like crust recipe, being like, "Remember how shit our crust was, <laughs> and how mad you all oh, got Papa about John's it." John's years down there was like, "Hey, remember when Papa John said some things on a conference call?" <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he's not here anymore. Anniversary of that. That sparked the pizza revolution. <laughs> it was. They also made a lot of bad decisions. Like they announced this, and then Bailey and Sasha fought jobbers. No, when they, they had an entire roster. How else are no, but no, that, that's, that's, that's to make them look stronger. You're, you're thinking about it the wrong way. But also, we skipped over what they announced. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. But no, but yeah, that's to make them look stronger. That's why you go against local talent. Yeah. Oh. Um, also, they got I, just, I think it's funny because um, one of the jobbers that they went against was a local wrestler from Northwest Indiana, where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I actually know her husband. Oh. So. What? Random. Nice. Cool. So well, anyways, they announced a women's paper, sorry? all women's pay per view in October. Oh, Never yeah. actually said what it was. All women's pay evolution. Yeah, it should be real fun. It's me and the evolution. Hot takes. Here we go. Oh, do you want my 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 Reddit shit? All oh. right, I'm gonna turn heel on the podcast. These aren't my actual beliefs. Oh I hear, no. I hear you have a guest that you want to bring on, Jenna? In a little bit. I haven't <laughs> even said anything that I want to say yet. Um, do you think the matches will even be good? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> if they get actual women writers on there, yeah, I think they will be. <laughs> yeah, how far does all women First extend? Time, I, I don't think the, the writers have no bearing on the matches. So. It'll be just the producers, and it'll and probably just be like Sarah. Be it'll be like Sarah Del Rey. Yeah. And like, uh, what's her name? Sarita? Serena. Serena. Uh, uh, no, uh, Sarah Stock. There it is. Here's the thing, they want this to do well, so I yeah. feel like they're gonna be like, hey, go out there and fucking kill it. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, as much as, like, I was, like, annoyed because they showed the graphic and it was, like, Alexa Bliss, Charlotte, and Ronda Rousey. Like, God. the three yeah. fucking white blondes. She's yeah, like, that's, that's shitty. But I, th I think they're gonna want, like, like, why they're putting, like, Becky Lynch up there, or, like, Ronda, like, as much as I hate to say it, she's a great worker. So I feel like her and Alexa will have a pretty good match, but they want the workhorses in there. Did they already announce matches? Never announced anything, but also yeah. they're going to take the titles off. Like, this is, like, what they're saying. Like, backstage is that they're taking the titles off Carmella and Alexa because they don't want the, like, final matches, the title matches, to be viewed as these poor matches mm. with 
poor workers like Alexa and Carmella. It'll probably be like Becky versus Oscar or Charlotte. Yeah, it'll be that, and they'll probably put like Ronda will have the belt, and she'll that's probably where she'll go against Natty. Yeah, which will be yeah. an amazing. That'll be match. which will be really good. Yeah. So that's probably what they're going to do with and that. They'll have the finals of the May Young Classic, and then NXT. Yeah, that's like, actually I like that idea and a lot. NXT Women's Title Match, and probably crowning oh, yeah. the NXT UK Women yeah. Championship. That then, so it'll probably be like Jay versus Tony Storm, good. and it'll be really good. Yeah, and Trish Stratus is going to make Vince McMahon bark like a dog in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They're also. Um, Fuck, I just had something in my Mickey head. James uh, challenged uh, Trish Stratus to a comeback match. Bailey challenged Lita. That's like my dream match right there. Yeah. Damn. And so there's just a lot of cool stuff that uh, could be happening on there. And they could um, reveal the tag belts by then, too. Yeah, by like, then they could reveal the tag belts. There's I mean, like, there was a like, post online of someone saying like that they were tangentially involved in like the belt-making process. Like They work for a company that does that and say that they're done. Like... That was a post that like blew up. Like those belts yeah. are gone. And they're, they're like, waiting. They're going to have to like, because they're trying to make this a big deal. Like, after the like October or September whatever pay per view, like, to put over the storylines of matches. Like, they're going to be the ones predominantly featured mm-hmm. on, on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, that'll be wonderful. Yeah, especially if they do it right. Yeah, Jenna, you talk. Um, well, like, so, like, I love that they're having a women's pay-per-view, and I love that they're having NXT women, they're having Legends, they're mm-hmm. having the current roster. I think the only thing that, like, kind of leaves, like, a bad taste in my mouth is I heard this was the doing of they're going to Saudi Arabia, like, a couple weeks afterwards. Um, which I don't know how true it. that is, but... Yeah. It's 100% true. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, very much, like, the first that I had when they announced it, besides, like, oh, that was the safest option for them to like announce something like that but the first thing i thought was oh this is to make up for the saudi arabia going back. yeah yeah so like i'm glad we're getting a women's pay-per-view and i think it would have happened eventually but yeah just kind of that i'm just like eh, i hope that wasn't like the only reason they were doing it yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it should have happened years ago right right do you think this will be a continual like happen every year kind of yeah event? okay the thing is with like everything being on the network now they have nothing to lose yeah totally and like i'm like on facebook i'm in like an old girls wrestling group and there's a like everyone's already talking about like traveling to go to it so i think it's going to be a huge success for the company yeah. i'm thinking about going i have a friend in new york yeah I'd love i love to new go york personally mm-hmm. just like Same. even like i love new york for a a TV s- show. Yeah. VH1. <laughs> uh, no, I'd love to go even for just nostalgic reasons. Like, I used to go to Raw when I was little and, like, seeing Lita and Trish and, like, Victoria and stuff. Like, I think as a lifelong fan, it's fucking awesome and it's something I always hope to see. So, yeah. I'm really stoked. Well, and Lita and Trish, were, were they always kind of treated a little differently than the rest of the women? Or uh, is this, like, the first chance they actually get to, like, work? Probably the first chance they get to work would okay. be my say. Because it was like, even then, like, their wrestling wasn't great. Like, Lita and Trish were pretty sloppy looking back at it. Like, especially if you go back and watch stuff. But, I don't know. I think I think with this pay-per-view, like, everyone's going to want to be in their best shape and want to prove something. Mm-hmm. So, I think all the girls will be on their A-game. Do you think that's where they're going to do Bailey versus Sasha? Or do you think Bailey versus Lita is going to happen i don't like she's like they just did like a www.com video and she right. like called her I, out it's way too early to tell I yeah. Guess. yeah like it'd be awesome for that to happen but um, i i think if they're ready to do the tag belts though sasha and bailey are 100 percent winning them winning, at, yeah. at that event yeah. but if they aren't ready to do them yet then maybe they'll do it then yeah. i personally think they should do the tag belts because it's just like especially the past year i feel like sasha and bailey have kind of been pushed back yeah. and there's just like all the focus like you guys know i'm over alexa bliss has just been yeah 
on their their leading ladies. So. Alexa and Alexa too, Carmella. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. They're blondes. Yeah. And it's actually funny because like what you brought up like Trish and Lita and like kind of the past. It's like it has been like a little bit like kind of. Because they did have, like, that main event and everything, which was actually a big deal. I remember even, like, the dirt sheets at that time. But, like, kind of like what WWE does with everything, they kind of rewrite history a little bit because mm-hmm. that's just what they do. And even though there's, you know, other reasons as to why they're probably doing this, to coincide with, like, what they really want to portray as their image as a leader, like, in, like, kind of changing the game for, like, women in sports and entertainment and everything, it's cool because I think we – I said this – we were talking, I think, about women's wrestling before, and then also, like, with wrestlers of color, like, even though maybe the motives on the business end aren't the best, like, all the after effects and who it's really affecting is, like, it's huge, because, like, I mean, that's why Eddie won the title in San Francisco at that pay-per-view, was because that was a Latino town, and that's when it was going to happen, and so even though, like, he just did that to get, like, a weird little pop and everything, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, fucking, like, my dude won, like, he was, like, a hero to me, and so these like little girls and everything and like i've seen like dads and stuff be super so like, i gotta take my little girl to go watch all these women's wrestlers and everything like that and even though we joke about it like we made some jokes about like how like stephanie mcmahon because of her now women can like do everything and like yeah. before they couldn't leave the house and everything like that now they can go and drive cars and stuff yeah. like we we're making jokes about that but at the end of the day like they get a like like these these like women and these little girls gotta go see like them like representative which is really cool yeah, something that's mm-hmm. very important yeah i i think it's awesome because as a fucking 24 old 24 year old woman i'm giddy so like i can only just like imagine like being a 12 year old and like seeing this you'd happen be like that, that video of aj lee getting something signed by lita oh yeah <laughs> i mean just crying yeah sobbing yeah pretty much that's me now no, like, it's just super cool, because, like, I, I get teary-eyed thinking about, like, when, like, Eddie won the title, and, like, when Ray, like, came back and got this giant pop and everything, I'm like, yeah, because these are, like, representations of, like, like, my culture and everything, and, like, my background, and so it's just cool, like, everybody else gets that representation, not just, like, every Jack time, Samoan handsome men. Every time <laughs> Sleazy Kyle does his bad air guitar, I'm like, yeah, for the diabetics, <laughs> like, uh, like me. It's important to have that representation, and even, like I said, even though maybe the fact they're gonna go to fucking Saudi Arabia again right after like everybody else gets like we get this and like shitty politics on that aside it's super cool they're doing it yeah well and even if they do go to Saudi Arabia like one more time are they gonna make that into a regular thing yeah it's it's gonna be every year for a while yeah because they are getting a full a full boat of money yeah Yeah. one boat of money one big yacht and they get the boat too it's a good deal. <laughs> also, just one thing I'm really stoked about with this is, like, it's a good chance for the NXT women to be showcased. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, this is, like, something major they get to be part of. Yeah, and the NXT UK women, because, like, so, yeah. like ex- out of the side of Tony Storm, like, those women have not been featured well, like, on stage. Like, Jenny, like, fucking Charlie Morgan to be on it. They're mm-hmm. also bringing uh, Rhea Ripley's going to be, like, in, like, involved in that one yeah. as well, so... Yeah, I thought it was a really good idea too when they announced that the May Young final will be on that. Yeah, good well, to... remind me last year, what did they do the May Young final? Was it like its own right after SmackDown? Smackdown. Yeah, was, oh, that's what it was. Right after SmackDown, so this okay. is way bigger. Ah, this yeah. is what I was going to bring up too. I just remembered. Um, this is they will probably be involved in this, but two of the other four horsewomen debuted. I think tonight. Yeah, tonight oh, wow. at an NXT live event. Uh, yeah, Jessamyn Duke and Marina uh, Shafir. Yep. Are they uh, are they a tag team? Uh, I don't know. I just know they debuted tonight. I would guess they're like part of some like four 
like person tagged. They're getting the tag belts. The four women, horse women, are taken over. Oh god, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but no, it's just really cool because like they get to do that and like. I, like, I know they're all big wrestling fans, too, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff happening mm-hmm. like, in Roman's wrestling on that. I could yeah. see them, like, doing some subtle little, like, you know, face down again. And, but Sasha will be there because she'll yeah. be half forced to be there this time. I just, uh, <laughs> the finals, like, I hope Io Shirai's in it. I don't see how she couldn't, she couldn't be, be because, there. like, she's, like, one of the best wrestlers they have on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... That'll be awesome. Something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Um, I think it's a success regardless. I think it's awesome that we're getting an all-women's pay-per-view in totally. WWE. Shit's going to sell out. Yeah. Shit is going to like do great numbers on the network. Yeah. It'll probably do decent numbers on traditional pay-per-view, too. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking good time. Mm-hmm. And they'll get good coverage. And like the fact that now you get to see like full matches with a lot of these people, and you get to see like the NXT. But hopefully, I, I really want there to be like some intermingling, too, just because like, it'd just be cool. Like... Even though, like, see that Candice and Bailey in the ring together, like, oh, on yeah. WWE, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Possibility. Kind of like what we got at the, like, WrestleMania, like, Rumble. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. like, just weird mixing of NXT and main roster, but, like, yeah. something like that again would be cool, but, yeah. like, in more traditional matches. Yes. Yeah. Well, there has to be some sort of, like, I don't know if it's a battle royal or they said 50. 50 women. Yeah. 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 There's no way you can get fucking. It's going to be like Raw 25. There'll be 50 like, women in my father's ring. Trish and Leader are just going to walk by and be like, hey guys. And then, yeah. like, there they were. There's going to be a poker game in the back. They're going to be dressed as APA. Only, only, he's the only one there that's not a woman just at the table. Room. Just so he could say, damn. Honestly, though, out of like all the women's legends who I'd really love to see go in the ring because they're in phenomenal shape, so Molly Holly. Yeah. I think she could have a oh, great yeah, that go round that she did. Yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah, the Royal yeah. Rumble. I'd love, I'd love to see Victoria back, too. Yeah. She's like, I didn't know how old she was. Yeah. I think uh, seeing Molly Holly versus uh, Beth Phoenix would be cool because she actually paid for Beth Phoenix to go to wrestling oh, school. Beth's, oh, really? like, so, Beth's still in great shape, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that'd be an awesome match. Yeah. But it's going to be a real good time. Yeah, absolutely. It is. I actually uh, wanted to ask one of my close personal friends how he felt about his daughter Charlotte being uh, <laughs> part of the evolution. <laughs> How's it going, brother? This is uh, Rick Flair. I'm just so proud of my baby girl, Charlotte. So, yeah, I was just drunk, you know, being hard and just running towns, brother. But that, my, my girl, Charlotte, she just, she's just gonna be just better worker than I. And just yell, brother, as act, brother. I haven't seen you in a while. See my Rolex, brother. Please stop crying on me. <laughs> I just, you know, just. Oh, oh, so, much my favorite so much snot. She's just my favorite wrestler. Just, <laughs> she did better than anything I've ever done. You're not doing it right, brother. You gotta go. Woo! <laughs> I'm just a nature boy, but you know she's just done everything better in her career than I have. So it's, I gotta go. Dude, Ric Flair. <laughs> Constantly on the verge of fucking crying. He left a like s- like snail trail behind him of just snot. <laughs> Boogies. All he does these days is cry and talk about things in the past, brother. Yeah. Like post it on Instagram about how hot his wife is. No, uh, brother, I gotta come back. Cause you know it. Oh, dude, on it's that. Space Mountain, brother. On that oldest ride and longest line, brother. Except now, you know my baby girl Charlotte. Just oh, so proud of her. That is some shit he would say. 
<laughs> fucking dude speaking on the front of like creepy older wrestler dudes scott hall just blatantly posting up fucking pictures of like hot girls yeah one time he said damn she's hot one time he said to Paige that he wanted to bend her over and give her a spanking oh my god Yikes. on twitter he's yeah. like, on twitter seriously he's just like <laughs> fucking so dirty hey yo Paige. that's straight up sexual harassment yeah <laughs> she was like Paige here she actually said it was fine She's like, it's okay. He's just kidding around. It's like, no. She Tell said, him to stop. No, she was like, oh, Scott Hall's like my good friend. Like he jokes like, like this with me all the time. And I was like, girls. <laughs> he is more than twice your age. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, she did del- date Del Rio. Yeah. So yeah. she didn't mind the age gap for a while. Yikes. Um, also, Dave Batista constantly oh, commenting on Instagram about Bailey's butt. But that also seems to be in good fun. Wait, fun. what's he saying? Kadunk kadunk. Every that, time there's that, a. Um, there's one picture that uh, Natty posted with Bailey. He's like, oh, I didn't know Bailey had a kadunk kadunk. Oh. <laughs> but now it's on every single one, like picture of her. Oh, my God. So, and it's oh Dave gosh. Batista. Oh. Big Dave. So, yeah. I have a couple more questions about this. Okay. So when it's when they say all women's, do you think there's going to be women refs and women commentators? I, I commentators think maybe. I think they'll have the women's refs from uh, NXT come up. Okay. I think it'd be awesome if they had Re- Renee Young on commentary. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know who else they would have be her other commentator though. I was going to say Beth Phoenix did the May Young last year. Yeah. Right? What mm. if she was like a commentator? That was Zena that did May Young. She did mix match. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they could do either or of them. Okay. She did the Mixed Match Challenge because it was May Young, uh, May Young was Lita and Jim Ross. Or, you know oh, what, even Lita. like if they That's had right. Lillian Garcia or someone. I don't think Lillian would do it. It wouldn't sound good. Yeah. <laughs> her, the, the quality audio, yeah. Yeah. The audio. Her, her podcast sounds like a butt. Anything from over here. <laughs> you know she's 60 years old. Wait, no, no she's not. Yeah, she way. is. Lillian well, Garcia. Like, I'm like, looking it up right now. She's either 60 or she's in her late 50s, one of the two. Wow. I don't know why I don't believe you, but I just... Yeah, because I was like, is she a fucking vampire? 51, 51. Yeah, there we go. Jesus. That's still... That's old as fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Put her in a home. You're You're older than 50. Sometimes the the oldest line, but the longest line, brother. You know who's still young? is like baby girl Charlotte. She just... She's having the champion. the best wrestler in the world, brother. You you showed your penis to too many people without their permission, (laughs) brother. I used to walk around here naked just in my robe. But now I got my baby yeah, girl Charlotte. Yeah, you almost on Linda McMahon on the plane ride from yeah, hell. Yeah, brother. Sometimes you used to get a pee. Just that, just, that's homicide, brother. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably going to be Stephanie and Renee Young. Please, no. Yeah. I know I know that Renee is, like, kind of open to it, but she, like, isn't, like, the most, like, I know, but if they, it. if they wanted, like, full woman commentary team and they asked, she probably would. Yeah. yeah. I don't she know. literally said on Twitter, actually, like, responded to someone saying, like, she's like, I'm in, I'm in for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're going to, like, if they're going to do that, like, who knows? Because it's, like, I know everybody's, like, super, like, like, they want it and, like, it would make sense. Like, that's what they need to do. But, like, who knows? Like, it'll probably end up being fucking, like, Tom Phillips and, like, yeah. it'll be, like, Tom Phillips, Corey Graves, and then. Lita, like yeah, or like Beth Phoenix or somebody or Jerry some... the King Lawler. Oh Jesus God. Christ! No. Oh, no. Way to turn the heel on the cast, brother. <laughs> well, yeah, it's gonna. Any be any sick. other questions? 
No, I just had that one real shitty one. Yeah. Besides that, I do not believe. By the way, he was trying to be Reddit user Orton Ziggler seven eight five four, whatever I said. Seven eight six one. Yeah. Black. I have a follow up question <laughs> to your last question, though. Yeah. So go. if they have a women's ref, uh, I only know of the one women's ref. That's they got another NXT. one uh, in NXT. They have two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So typically they switch refs like every other match or whatever. Yeah. So I th- I think they could do it. I think that'd be awesome if it was all women everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be super down. Do you think it'd be awesome if it was all red everything? All and red oh, yeah. Even Marie, Marie comes come back, back and then doesn't wrestle. <laughs> oh, my God. No, if they played her entrance, I fucking loved Eva Marie's entrance. It was the most obnoxious you thing in the world. It. No, I did. Because remember, every time SmackDown came on, you got so mad. And I'm like, this is the greatest entrance ever. It was ever. so bad. Like, it was so great. It was all awful. red everything. Oh, my God. Eva From Concord, Marie. California. She's bedazzling. She is. Eva Marie is not here tonight. She is stuck in traffic. Yo, she will not be performing in yeah, this match. I would be okay with Eva Marie being there, brother. <laughs> as long as my baby girl shot us in the face. <laughs> She's just the best worker. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we gotta take him away. <laughs> Rick Flair needs to go. He's just Brett, can you go console Rick? He's he's Well, well you know, actually from... I'd um I'd really appreciate it if I didn't have to because he uh he never wanted to put me over. He always just trying to screw me over in the matches. He want to put me over properly, brother. But he's about if, to pass uh, out because maybe he can't maybe if you just didn't so have such a boring match, brother. Yeah, that's right. Rick Flair and Brett are talking to each other now. <laughs> no, this is entertaining. Go sure. talk about your daughters. They like each other. Oh no, Natty versus Charlotte in NXT. Rick, how did you feel about that match? It's probably one of the best matches I've ever seen, brother. I mean, especially just like two families that have been through so much, like like us with like the hearts and everything. Just made me so proud of just Ashley. I mean, Charlotte, you know, brother. But you know, Brett and I afterwards, woo, we were styling and profiling, brother. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Rick. We appreciate you stopping by. I don't completely unannounced. <laughs> Actually, actually, me? brother, I mean, I was announced. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please tie your rope back up? Uh, no, brother. This is just how it goes. Once you have Rick Flair go, woo! Your brother, just sometimes, just my baby girl's child, it just makes me so proud. Oh, <laughs> this is some great character work, by the way. He's not just moving his mouth, he's moving his... Face, you have to to get that tears to get that to get the real Ric Flair drip. If you (laughs) Ric Flair drip, (sighs) all right. So, should we go to the classic? Yeah, that was my brother. I think you should have put me in the classic, but I can see why I didn't want to because I won the whole thing, just like my baby girl. I should have won the whole thing. You you lost a lot, you lost by DQ and just draws all the time. Well, that's why I was a 16 time champ, brother. How many times have you won the the title, huh? Brother, last to my baby girl, Charlotte. (laughs) All right, Rick, we got a podcast to finish. Yeah. We're, we're only at an hour. I know, but... I don't know. But at a certain point, people will start to actually feel sad. <laughs> sometimes, it's, sometimes it's fun to break records like the WWE always does. And we might break the episode, the record for the shortest episode we've that's ever had. That's not possible. Had. We have that 128. Oh, that's so. true. Never mind. We already lost. <laughs> Who's first? Zeke. Yeah, I'll go first. Let okay. me find it. 
<laughs> oh yeah, for those who oh, yeah. haven't figured out, we're doing the yeah. Russell Boys Classic. All right, so my match. This is my weirdest match, probably. My match this week is uh, Edge versus Pete Dunne. <laughs> Body of work. I mean, Edge has it by a mile. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was the ultimate opportunist, and also Pete Dunne's never had sex in the ring. No, not the rated R superstar. He's also never had sex with the ring like Edge used to. Wow. Because when he used to slide in that ring and hump the ring, it was frightening. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he was a gyrating boy for a while. <laughs> he also looks like Tyler. <laughs> yeah, he oh, does. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 I don't know, though, because Edge doesn't dress like he's George Washington. <laughs> That's one thing he doesn't have. Um, And I... But I just I do feel like in real life Pete Dunne could kick Edge's fucking ass. Well, probably just hit him in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I feel like Pete Dunne has done so much in the year that this year, like the year I've been watching wrestling. Yeah. He has, but I mean, if you think about like 2006, like that was one of Edge's big years. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. I I think like you guys were watching as much then. That's so, like missed like pretty much Edge's run. Yeah, yeah I missed that, all of it. That's what I was watching heavily then. I, I was a big Edge fan, big Edge and Christian fan. Uh, I think that you're called Edge Heads. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Edge is a great you podcast. Wanna, were you host. a peep? Is part I love the peep show, dude. I I, but Edge does follow a formula. Edge, an so, Edge match is an Edge. I have a question for you that Brady asked me. What do you remember about Edge in the ring? Like, what are your big takeaways from Edge? His spears suck shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember his faces. Um, <laughs> Everybody remembers his character work, and like he wasn't bad in the ring. Like he was, everything was good timing. Everything made sense. Except his spear sucks his shit. Spear, his spear wasn't good because it just looked like he like ran like helped him down. But then like everything else looked good timing. Like um, he was where he was supposed to be. Like his matches made sense. Like psychology was there, but like. He wasn't like this fucking amazing wrestler. No, I don't think he, he's ever been praised as like one of the greatest in-ring performers of all time. He kind of has been because he's like a twelve-time champion. But that's, I mean, that's care. I mean, that's character though that took him there. It is, but I'm just saying, like. But yes, yes. You don't, he's you a highly decorated athlete. Yes, he was tag champs with Hogan once. That's weird. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, he's like seven-time tag champ. Yeah. Also, I mean, he gets a lot of that praise because of like the TLC matches too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because how did he learn to evolve a 20-foot ladder? Wasn't he in one of the first ones? He was in, like, the, the first two. First, 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 yeah. And then his match against Foley at Mania was sick. Amazing, yeah. His match at One Night Stand against uh, Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer was sick. Uh, the latter match at WrestleMania 2000 against the Hardys that they won, which, like, really revived the fucking tag team division during that era. Mm-hmm. The start of TLC. His Undertaker WrestleMania match is also highly underrated. Highly underrated match. Also, um, one of the best moments in WrestleMania 17 was, I mean, obviously that spear. Mm. Like, where he killed Jeff Hardy. When he speared him off the ladder? Yeah, like yeah. where he was hanging from the titles. Uh-huh. They moved oh, the ladder, yeah. fucking jumps from the ladder, boom, spears him down. Speared him in down. a very safe-looking, like, he protected Jeff so well in that. Yeah, as much as you could. Yeah, from falling. Like, Jeff has still said it hurt. It was, like, one of the worst bumps oh, he ever yeah, took. But, like, but, like, he there's made no way sure it wasn't going to kill him. Yeah. But, yeah, um, Pete Dunne's just been doing a lot of independence, especially, like, in the U.K., um, I mean, he's carried the, the UK brand for NXT, had one of the best WWE matches of all of last year. I saw him, I, we, we saw that match live. Damn. It was so fucking good. He hurts people's fingies. 
He does the Marty Scurll spot. He does. Um, Big Bring Me the Horizon fan. <laughs> Loves Bring Me the Horizon. He'll never sleep because sleep was for the week. Hey. Oh. Some of his stuff on the indies too is like, like death his deathmatch stuff and like stuff in progress. Yeah, it's and then like wild. Like I saw him at Bola, like in whenever the fuck 2016 it was so sick it was him versus Mark Andrews like I'd never seen Pete Dunne before and afterwards I'm like I fucking love this guy he's great yeah his character work now is really really good and it's like on the level of his like ring work which is really really good so it's kind of a up and comer versus somebody who's done it all and he's also only like what 24 25 yeah he's like, still a young a young, guy. young gun um is it voting time sure I got. I'm voting for Pete. Um, I think if we're looking at so far in his career, I'd have to go with Edge, but I think Pete Dunn could be there in a few years if they keep going the way they are, with him kind of being the face of like this revival in British wrestling. Yeah, I, I agree with you that yeah, if if you look at his whole body of work, it it'd be hard to go against Edge just because of how much he's accomplished. But I I I just can't picture him beating Pete. Can't beat Pete. Mm. -mm. I'm gonna go the ultimate Pete. opportunist. I'm going to go Pete. All right. I'm actually, I'm actually going Edge. All right. Oh, Especially because, really? like, he's, like, so young in his career. Like, he had been called up, like, in, like, 97, 98. And, like, they, like, revived the tag division, like, with the uh, tit. Um, <laughs> okay. It was called the Terry Invitational Tournament. Mm -hmm. The tit. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and, like, them versus the Hardys, like, they started a style. Like it, they revolutionized like tag team wrestling yeah. for like the '90s. They pushed it so far that like they had to fucking pull it back, and he was a part of that. There's a reason why he like has spinal stenosis, yeah. why he had spinal fusion surgery. He gave his body to the business we love. Yeah. So without hearing that argument, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Katie, that was a real compelling little tagline, wasn't it? I know it almost. If I didn't already solidify my vote, I would have right. switched. Okay, so it's two Pete. To Edge. You said I made a very compelling argument that Edge is the reason the tag team division is what it is today. And they changed tag team wrestling. Edge, Christian, Hardys, and Dudleys. Oh, I don't know enough about wrestling and the history of wrestling. Um, Just vote your heart. Pete Dunn. All right, okay. Pete Dunn moves on. Pete Dunn moves then on. And is going to face Matt Riddle, which is, I'm sure, Ooh. something that has happened. Yeah. Um, yes. still sick. Also, I will say that. Pete Dunne's never made guys' careers. I mean, it wasn't for Edge. Kurt Hawkins would never be a former tag team champion. Damn. Okay, but how young is Pete, and how much farther does he have to go? A lot farther. Yeah, he's got a lot of years ahead of him. But um, Edge, um, by that time, was already kind of... He was uh, doing it to it, Lars. He was doing it to it, Lars. <laughs> yeah. Doing well, it to the yeah. stage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, he was fucking in the ring. <laughs> He was having sex in the ring. So yeah, Pete's moving on to face Matt Riddle. Hell yeah. Which is something we might be able to get to see soon. Yeah. In real life, that's really sick. That's wild. That's so cool. Um, let's go to mine because it's very similar. Uh, old guy, new guy. Ooh. CM Punk versus Aleister Black. Both, both punk guys. Hell yeah. Well, one just likes metal a lot. Yeah. Actually, probably pretty similar in age, in all reality. Alistair's really? not like as young. Like Alistair's been around for a minute. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's go because I have a lot to talk about on this. Um. I mean, CM Punk is. If I never watched CM Punk with Isai, I would still not care about wrestling. Um. I would think it's dumb and corny, 
Um, but CM Punk pulled me in because I could relate to him. Except I related to, like, one thing about him was that he was straight edge. Everything else. And well, and that he likes Pepsi. You. Yeah. No. You love Pepsi. We're love that Pepsi. You thought that went away? Uh-uh. Figgies go away with this, does it? No. No, still a Pepsi. No. People I still don't. love this gimmick. The thing with CM Punk is uh, that a lot of people don't really think about is you can almost say he's the reason so many indie guys are signed to WWE today. Yeah. He, he fought for that, and Triple H, you could say, in spite of him, was like, hey, I'm going to go sign all these guys. And if you look at it, like, all of his closest friends are signed. Yeah. Besides <laughs> Cole Cabana. Besides yeah. Cole Cabana. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was gonna say he really kicked the door open to kind of break the stereotype of so just being like, hey, you don't have to just be this body type and like indie workers aren't just carny guys. Like, we actually want a job. Like the carnies. Yeah, the carnies. Um, and he's easily like has some of the best promo work of like yeah. the past ten years. Yep. Yep. I mean, I watch the pipe bomb every few months or like his his stuff with the Rock, like the pipe clerk. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, and. I think that's something Aleister Black doesn't have and may never have, is that charisma. He's a different... He has a different charisma. It's he has, true. like, an unspoken charisma. He has an Undertaker-esque, like, I, like I charisma. I do like him better when he doesn't speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, well... He has an aura. But I do think he's an incredible wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, his kicks are good. CM Punk's were the most awkward thing in, he had that a has good, ever happened. He had a good front kick thing. <laughs> yeah, it's still awkward. His little spin back boy wasn't yeah, that good. I feel like no. Aleister Black is a far better, like, in, in a- ring, athlete. I think he would I think he's a, I think he's a better athlete, but actually the way he putting together matches stuff, CM Punk was really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, like, I mean, I'm a punk diehard, so, like... People got back into wrestling because of CM Punk. Yep. I am that people. Well, he... She's the people. The pipe we bomb. We! The people! <laughs> the pipe bomb changed wrestling. Yeah, like, they, they it brought cool for a so many people back. Yeah. Yeah. It, it made Brady yeah. not quit. <laughs> HeaterWrestling.com. HeaterWrestling.com. <laughs> yeah, what do you got to say, Isai? Um, it was just about CM Punk. Like he blocked me on Twitter, but he was one of my favorite wrestlers for a long time. <laughs> and like, it's it's unfair to put Aleister Black in like where his career is even right now. Put it up to somebody that for 434 days was the WWE champ. Yeah, in your face, jerks, as he once said. Mm-hmm. Also, he beat them in court at their own game. So yep. just for that, that's <laughs> yep. another point for mm-hmm. me. I mean, um, well, I think Alistair, they are both very good at, like, sitting cross-legged. They do that's sit true. cross-legged real well. That's true. Um, Alistair Black is, is, like, even if you look at, like, where he is in his career, like, to where Punk was in his career, like, at a very similar time, like, Punk still, like, is ahead of the game on that. Punk defied everything that was supposed to be laid ahead of him. Um, he wasn't given, an, like, a little bit of an easy road with a super hot product. He made products out. Like, Ring of Honor was on fire with the Summer of Punk happened when he was signing his WWE contract on the w, uh, the Ring of Honor title belt. Like, he, like, helped, like, make, like, IWA Mid-South, like, into, like, a reputable, like, non-deathmatch company. Like, there was matches. It was him and Hero and him and Punk. And that were just, like, every indie would just want that match. They'd book those two because, like, they want the Punk Band match. They want the Punk Hero match. Like... He did so much for independent wrestling and independent wrestlers in WWE for them to get a platform that he, like, he just overshadows it. Like, 
he wasn't given the handshake and the picture and everything yeah. like everybody he gets fought. now. Mm-hmm. He was against the machine to the point where, like, he raged against it. Like at the end of the day, like he had to fight it in court just recently, mm-hmm. and like he, like what Jenna said, like it almost seems like sometimes Triple H is like trying to say, "Hey, fuck you!" Like, look at what I can do with all your indie buds. Yeah, yeah. Punk yeah. is like the reason that Alistair is that is where he's at in the company right now. Mm-hmm. Like, even like look at his look and Punk's look, like the like tattoos and stuff. Like, Punk showed that like that's marketable, like that's like acceptable to have as your like as a face for your company. Yeah, more than tribal is marketable. Yeah, or skulls. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I like I prefer Alistair's like ring like ring work and like his style in the ring to Punk's. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that's because I miss Punk entirely and I've had to go back. And now there's a lot of dudes that are like similar to Punk, like so I miss when he was the only dude doing that. But at the same time, like I can see like how ahead of his time in in WWE and at that level he was and like I really love Punk because he just stole all of Kenta's moveset or Hideo Itami. So yeah. yeah, he really did. Yep. And you, and so you, did Daniel Bryan. What up? You can't argue with his cult of personality. No, um, it's it's just Punk kind of he changed the game. Mm-hmm. And even though he blocked me on Twitter, <laughs> I'm voting for him. You gonna vote for Punk? Uh, I think Punk 100. percent I I can't argue against it at all. And Punk versus Cena, Punk versus Jeff Hardy, Punk versus Taker, and Punk versus Brock Lesnar are some of my favorite WWE matches. Well, our next one. Yep. <laughs> it's our a rematch. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Punk versus Brian. Remember, like those two pay per views they had where they just like. Stole the show. Yeah. Because oh, last time it, it was Stone Cold that knocked. Oh, the okay, okay, round, okay. So never mind. I'm gonna have to just vote with my familiarity. Like CM Punk, from what I've, what I've watched from him is he's a tough as shit. He's badass. His character is not something that can ever be recreated. But to me, Alistair Black's fucking tougher, and I'm gonna go with Black. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna go with with Punk. No. That's what I thought. That's why I was just already like, yeah, the next, the Katie, rematch. Katie, what's your uh, your vote anyway? Uh, you convinced me with Punk. Hell yeah. I do like Aleister Black a lot. So. Oh, I think Aleister Black's awesome. No. Okay, we all love Aleister yeah. Black. Yeah, like, Aleister Black is like top couple favorites, like wrestlers in the world right now for me, but... I guess Punk. my my qualm is like, what's the purpose of winning the match? Is it like somebody who's like the best worker is gonna win it? Not necessarily. Or who has the most push behind them? So it's essentially the way we do it. It's like you kind of look at full body of work, their impact left for the business, sure. or like their potential with like some of the newer guys, what they're doing now. Yeah. Um, just kind of look at everything as well as in. Based on what he's doing now, I would not say CM Punk would win. No, he beat no. WWE in court. That's yeah. true. That is pretty great. That's a pretty big victory. Yeah. Here's the thing. Alistair Black is probably signed because of CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. And yeah. It, and also just like kind of thinking about like this as a like a shoot tournament or a real tournament like where the rest of what happens like what would you want to see? That's, what yeah. would make sense like as far as storyline wise? That's like, what I like to picture is what between from what I know of the two wrestlers in any of these given matches is what would the two of them collaborating put together mm-hmm. and I think Aleister Black and CM Punk would be a fantastic I think that would be an amazing mm-hmm. match the next round yeah. with CM Punk winning is like so if, if Aleister Black had won I'm pretty sure that this match would have happened on the indies at some point like yeah six years ago I made that today good it's very good I like that you make a meme um, but the match we get is uh, never happening is pretty amazing so yeah 
Um, all right. All right. We'll go with my match next. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's just like, say who CM Punk's fighting next. Mine's now. the main ski, oh, huh? The okay. The, the next match is Kenny Omega and CM Punk on my thing. Oh. Yeah, yo. Uh, they probably entirely missed each other. They did. Yeah. I'm sure Tommy End and Kenny Omega fought at some point. I was going to say Alistair Black. Maybe, maybe because like, like Kenny, like... Like at a PWG or something? No. Really? By the time uh, Tommy End got in there, like, it wasn't... Yeah. Maybe they've missed each other entirely, too. That's weird. They did. They definitely did. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe in the UK it's some small show. Yeah. All right, well, my, my match this week... Actually, uh, I think that CM Punk should win that one next week, uh, Derek, because you know he used to do little tributes to me. Yeah. Like on my birthday, he did the the uh, the second rope elbow drop, and he would wear like pink and black and stuff when me and him had a little confrontation in the ring, just because you know he was just uh, paying his respect to one of the best in the business, which yeah. is me. I mean, Ken- he called himself the best in the world probably after you. Yeah, he meant like that's what was in parentheses. He sent me a message, and he was like, "I'm the best in the world besides Bret Hart." But, but Kenny <laughs> fights for Canada. Yeah, but uh, not like Bret Hart does, because I'm actually a national hero. He left and I was in Japan. I mean, I could have went to Japan too, but I mean, I stayed in Canada. You came. You went to New York, brother. Um, I actually went to New York because uh, Vince bought out Canada for my father Stu and gave him a lot of money and promised me a big push. So I did it for my family, Derek. Make, makes maybe, sense. Maybe you should. Maybe you should quit reading the dirt sheets over there. <laughs> Uh, Makes sense. I apologize that I was incorrect. Uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Okay, so not Winnipeg. No. No. I hate Winnipeg. Oh. That's weird. One of my favorite quotes, just thinking about this, though, is when somebody told Jericho to go back to Toronto in the crowd. They're like, go back to Toronto. He's like, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. (laughs) That was in WCW, right? That was in WWE. Oh, right. Favorite, one of my favorite moments. <laughs> so good. Um, all right, go ahead with your match. All right, Matt. Uh, oh, my match this match. week is uh, Tomohiro Ishii uh, versus Fit Finley. <laughs> wow, <laughs> hard hitting. Both of those guys love to fight. <laughs> um, yeah, just small round boys. They like look fairly similar. I know. They're very thick boys. I'm really happy that in the randomizer these two came up together. So this fight, like this, would actually just be a fight. Um, <laughs> They love that. Yeah. Fight in a pub. Like, literally, just beating the shit out of each other. It would actually be that one WCW match they had it in a junkyard, and it was, like, surrounded by a circle of cars that Fit Finley actually got very, very injured in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that means he will lose. Sorry, Ishii wins. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, Fit Finley's had a really big impact on the business, but he was, like, in the time in WCW when he was there... He was just an afterthought. Right. I What I always loved about Fit Finley was just that, it's the same thing I do love about Ishii, it's just like there's nothing about him that's super flashy or that's going to really stick out, but it's just tough as nails and yeah. can go for longer than you would think. Kind of. A thing. I think the way, like, way they were slotted, I think Ishii is uh, slotted as a bit higher, a bit more of a threat. Like, it's true. Like, There's something about Ishii where you watch him Every every time he gets in the ring, you think maybe he can win. Like he might yeah. be able to do this. Like yeah. he, he might like, win against Okada. He might win against Tanahashi or Omega. Or Omega. Like, in that like tournament last year, it was like you knew Omega was gonna win. Like, but like oh, he made it convincing that he might. Whereas every time Fit got in the ring, you're like, oh, this gonna be a good match, but he's probably losing. Yeah, yeah. Like so, even just going off like Ishii and Goto like recently yeah. in the G1, it's like oh my god, he's so fucking good. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with Ishii. 
I have literally never seen Fit Finley do anything, so I'm gonna go with Ishii. <laughs> Fair. Same thing. I don't feel like I'm educated enough to make a vote. I will say that Fit Finley is a big uh, supporter of the women's wrestling, yet he does produce a lot of the matches. Nice. But yeah, Ishii's like, he's a good like Finley's a good dude, good for him, likes to yeah. fight. And I like <laughs> just this matchup like. Finley putting over Ishii is like perfect. Yeah. Like he's the, like the younger, newer version yeah. of him. I'm, I bet Ishii like watched Finley growing up. Oh, definitely. The way that he fights. Like. Yeah, they, and they then, have a very similar. Then that can set up a future match of David Finley versus Ishii. Oh, yeah. what? Oh, that's actually true. I didn't even think about that aspect of it. That yeah. His son fights Ishii yeah. like on yeah, a yeah. more regular basis. Like probably, yeah, they do wrestle often. <laughs> yeah, and so like just think about that. He can beat his dad, then beat the son. So it seems pretty unanimous, but do you have a vote? Ishii. Okay, then. <laughs> Stone Pipple's fucking it's, sick. Yeah, he's so fucking awesome. All right, so it's mine. Actually, who's your next week's? So next week will be uh, William Regal versus Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> or, that, or, well, so... That's the next match for Ishii. What's the next week? So next week will be Dana Bryan versus Ricochet. Oh. Jesus. Ricochet, Trevor Dean Mann. Yeah. My next week is Kyle O'Reilly against Kevin Owens. Mine is Eddie Guerrero versus Naito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And so this is my this week. It is Cody, Sands last name, versus Johnny Freakin' Wrestling. Hey. <laughs> John Boy Gargano. Why uh, is Cody Rhodes even, like, an option in this? Because he said he likes to throw wild cards. What? I picked him, and also he took my he took my actual first wild card I wanted, which was Matt Riddle. I had Johnny Gargano, like like I'm <laughs> yeah. voting already. Like, it's it's hard to say that like it's hard to to come up with a scenario where Cody wins this one because he could be brought to amazing matches, but he doesn't have the. I mean, just he, he cheats the, when he wins those yeah. kind of matches. The thing, and like Johnny knows how to tell a story in a match. He can work any fucking style. Like just look at like the matches he's had in NXT the past year. Cody Rhodes to me knows one style, and that's pretty much WWE style. I've like I can't tell you like one memorable Cody Rhodes match, like off the top of my head personally. I can think of four. Yeah, but yeah. it's also we can't discount the f- the fact that Cody would do everything he could to cheat to win in this match. Yeah. Uh, and he's effective at, do, at doing that. Mm-hmm. Though he did kind of just turn face again. The only cool Cody Rhodes spot I can think of was when him and Goldust were having a tag match against the New Age Outlaws, and he did a fucking moonsault off the top of the cage, and Road Dog didn't catch him. Fuck <laughs> it. Oh, Jesus. Missed him completely. Oh, my yeah. God. Actually, in one, those, shit. in one of those indie matches against Kurt Angle, in, like, a high school gym, they had a cage match, and he just did the straight belly flop to nothing, moonsault off the top of the cage. Like uh, Angle used to do. Too. Yeah. Like, Angle used to do that spot, and so he did try to hit Angle. I'm trying Angle to break moves. my neck just like you, Kurt. <laughs> yep. Um, so what I like about Cody, one of the reasons I bought him in this is because he is – so old school and he's bringing that into like a new era and like he's shining it up and making it a little bit different than just old school like dyeing the hair blonde as a fucking like heel mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. such a fucking like old school like dusty Rhodes ass yeah. thing it looks so good too. um like all his heel mannerism like getting carried out at the fucking cow palace show like on that throne like that was Harley Race's thing as King Harley Race like he does all these different throwbacks that makes him feel new his character work um in like the bullet club is like so fucking good and his promos even though he has a little bit of a lisp are really good um and i watch being the elite every week too so like 
I feel like I get like that little extra that like the shows don't show you. Mm-hmm. But couldn't you make the argument that Johnny Gargano is like one of the last like true white meat baby faces in wrestling right now? He's one of the. I mean, I don't know. It's not always I think be like spots for white meat baby faces, even though everybody says that there won't be. But like genuine, that the crowd actually likes, not just someone WWE is like, hey, this is a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like right now, I mean, there's like not other ones that like come to mind that are as genuine, like where people actually have a good reaction like that. But it's a very weird thing because it's like somebody who can go in there and be like a great wrestler and like tell a story in the ring or somebody that can do the whole storytelling in the ring like a different way, not necessarily with the moves and like that, but like psychology wise, Cody Rhodes is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, his promos, they're really good. His character is really good. And, he, and in the context of this tournament, if Cody won, that would be the that would set up the biggest heel of the tournament. Yeah. So I mean, it it's really tough. I mean, I can't vote in this. I just like putting things in people's heads, especially because I feel like I'm very versed in both of them. Um, yeah. I've seen John. Like one thing though, like I'll bring I'll kind of fight for Johnny a little bit because I mean he was a Cinderella last year. I fucking like had like a 15 minute speech last year <laughs> about Johnny Gargano. Um, if you would have seen him, he was not like the biggest indie darling. He wasn't in Ring of Honor. He never went to Japan like for like a huge company. He went there for like uh, Dragon Gate and stuff like that. Um, he was never booked as like a huge threat in PWG. He was in Evolve. I mean, like that was the, as big as it got for him. And like Chikara, and he came up and he is now like one of the biggest stars in NXT. He's like the number one babyface. Mm-hmm. And like seeing how far he's come with that. And especially when, like, he was, like, had to retire, like, almost had to retire, but, like, very, very early in his career. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild. Yeah. And also, he just seems like a really fucking good dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't swear. He doesn't. And he um, posted that sweet thing the other day where somebody saw him at a restaurant, and he's like, it is never a problem for you to come up and say hi to Candace and I. Like, we'll always welcome fans to come up and say hi because you guys spend nice. the time to see us. Yeah. I was like, well, then the I'm going to try to get them on the show in September. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's just a little bit about John Boyger again. Yeah. It's like, I love him. He's one of my favorite, like, wrestlers. Like, I feel he's one of the best in the game right now. Yeah. But also, I mean, I, this is my bracket, so I, I thought I'd at least put up a good fight for Cody, too. I'm going to say, yeah. fuck him. I yeah. picked him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big dweeb, so this is how I'm thinking about it. Uh, Johnny Gargano already has the ultimate heel. So, like, this is like if the Joker's taking a day off and Batman has to fight, like, the Riddler or something. Mm. That's what Cody is. I will is. say, though. Because Cody is also one of the one of the coolest heels in wrestling right now, I think. Yeah. He's a babyface again. Oh, okay. Well, when he oh, was I a heel. He is, yeah. Well, he's, he like a, he's a babyface to the fact that he's not, like, fighting Kenny. If he's, like... I think he's still like basically a heel. Yeah, because he's not going to be. I will say he does sell out all his gimmicks. Like he fucking goes all the way. Yeah, he's in a weird transition. Yeah, I think he's still going to be a shithead, just not to the Bullet Club anymore. So, so yeah, what's everybody's votes? I mean, I can't vote against Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I'm voting Johnny. I mean, yeah. Johnny. It it has to be Johnny. Like he has a natural aura about him that Daniel Bryan had, and like literally like. You can learn to be a bad guy. You can learn those mannerisms. Like, you can't learn to be just a naturally liked babyface. Like, that's almost impossible to do. He knows psychology in matches. He can literally, like I said, he can, like, adapt to any style. Like, I don't think 
Cody Rhodes can do all that Johnny Cargano can, personally. It's uh, it's Cody, Sans last name. Cody yeah. Rhodes. We don't want to get sued over here. Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Jerry, does have Jerry McDivitt's gonna send an amazing send ability to get whatever gimmick is put on him over. Like mm. he, he can, works his ass off for that. He'll commit himself to a role to a, a degree that not a lot of wrestlers will. But Johnny, yeah, in, in ring can't be touched. Yeah. Like in that aspect. Do you have a Plus, what would you vote? The match that this sets up is like buck fucking wild too. So <laughs> is it Sean? What? No, it's Shibata versus Kirk. <laughs> So, Fuck. yeah, that sets up Shibata versus Gargano, and next week is uh, Kazuchiko Okada versus Adam Cole. Damn. What's your next week? Uh, Naito versus Eddie. Nice. So, yeah. If you ever wanted to hear me and Isai argue, it'll probably be over that one. What, Adam Cole versus Okada? No, Naito versus Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, you have one of the best wrestlers of all time. Versus the, uh, the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> Eddie's not fighting himself. <laughs> <laughs> he could. It'd be a good match. I mean, does Dave Batista have a lowrider dedicated to Naito? He doesn't. <laughs> Case closed. Then who bought Teddy Hart an omelet? Dave Batista. <laughs> that's what I. That's, Batista's <laughs> not in this. <laughs> well, he fucking. That's what Dave Batista bought. God, an why did none of us pick Dave Batista? Why did nobody pick Teddy Hart? <laughs> we all true. know. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Have. Batista versus Teddy Hart. Who'd win? Fuck. Okay. Right on the fly. This is my rack. Here we go on Here the fly. Go. Okay. Uh, Teddy Hart versus Dave Batista. I'm gonna go with the wild card. Teddy Hart. He distracts him with the cat. Oh, I think in the <laughs> Mr. Money is gonna be obviously no, Mr. Teddy Money Hart Junior. Mr. Mr. Money Two. Yeah. Mr. Money got stolen by his ex girlfriend. That's right. Yeah. 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 This is gonna be Teddy Hart rules. So Dave Batista's gonna come out with actual machine guns <laughs> and just shoot Teddy Hart dead. Well, you know, actually, I think that uh, you know I was gonna be chased by the cops anyway. So uh, my I uncle Brett's not gonna. I thought I was helping him. I thought I was helping him. But my uncle Brett doesn't even come and try to help me. That he's just a selfish prick. So, uh, or a braggadocious prick like Chris Hero, but um, <laughs> I think I would beat Dave Batista because he would probably want to do the honors because he respects my family and where we came from because I'm the past, the present, and the future of wrestling. As long as the match is in the United States, of course, because Teddy Hart cannot leave. I, I can't leave the country right now. Actually, he can. He's uh, back in Mexico with Jack Evans. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yep. All right, then. Almost my name. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who are we voting? I, I got Teddy Hart Teddy winning Hart? with the distraction. No, I'm going to vote Batista. Got Fuck Dave. Hart. got Big Dave and his big old blue hog. <laughs> Why is it blue? Blue Tista. I, I think Dave Batista is one of the, like, most genuine people. He's such a sweetheart. He bought Teddy Hart an omelet. Yeah. Teddy Hart would he not have bought Dave Nanjiani a title belt when they finished their yeah. movie together. He's going to be in a movie with one of my favorite human beings that Well, you exists. know, the, the police officers actually at the jail used to watch my highlight videos. They knew who I was. Yeah. It's um, true. <laughs> Dave Batista comes from a gay family, and he's super supportive about that. Uh, and little D the ballad of little Dave Batista is amazing. This yeah, has nothing to do with any of his in-ring work. Um, he's also Drax the Destroyer, and he's an incredible actor, better than The Rock. Fuck you, Dwayne. You don't oh, mean okay, that. Okay, okay, yeah, I don't. No, say no, that. he is. He's a better actor. No, you, you don't mean fuck you, Dwayne. No, I, I took my shirt off and tweeted at you the other day, Dwayne. It's true. We've done that before together. I know. I was bored and I just did it. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Um, so yeah, Teddy Hart wins, guys. <laughs> Your vote is one. And my vote's. Against... Oh well, you know actually. Oh, you didn't get my vote. Yeah. What was your vote be? 
Johnny Gargano. Oh wait, uh, <laughs> Batista. <laughs> but Teddy Hart loves cats, except he breeds them, so that's kind of yeah. Fun. He doesn't really love them. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a money. It's a money making endeavor yeah. for him. I don't well, know. Well, you know, uh, actually, I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh, my nephew Teddy Hart. So that's another vote. And brother, you know, I gotta go with Dave Batista. Well, we were in evolution know. together. Oh, but, um, you know, this Dave's so good, but he's just not as good as my baby girl, Charlotte. You know, he's just, she's just so good. And like, Dave was really good, and he was like my son, but Charlotte, she's actually my daughter. Well, you know, uh, I'm here now. I'm John Cena. And uh, while I was uh, one face of the company, uh, Dave here was another. And so I've gotta go with my friend Dave. I like, All right. I like Big Dave. Hey, hey Vince. It's me, Johnny Ace. No, I'm Johnny Ace. I'm Johnny Ace. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I vote for Johnny Ace. Two Johnny Aces I are way Johnny worse Ace. than one. There we Wait, go. Then how did Johnny Ace get two votes in this tournament? <laughs> <laughs> can you, Johnny, can you say my favorite thing that you say to John Cena? Oh. The thing about, think about Nikki's mom. <laughs> I pork, that I pork her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this shit up. Okay. Um, oh, Diamond, I'm, I'm a producer now. I say when we wrap it up. Time to wrap it up? Okay, Ace Cutter, here we go. You're a producer of WWE, not a lowly podcast, Ace brother. Ace Cutter, brother. <coughs> well, you know, brother, I actually never had to take that Ace Crusher from him, but I did take her down and down the page, but who does a better one? Be my baby girl, Charlotte. She's oh, just, God. She's just the best. She's just doing all the moves. And, but the best move I ever did. Woo! The finger point leg lock, brother. I try to teach it to that Miz, and no, he just can't get it right. Not like the nature boy. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Hi, Rick. Johnny Ace, you piece of shit. <laughs> Hi. You could have booked your man a fucking paper bag. Not like Dusty. And I'm going to go Charlotte. She had a company. She just, she just do so good. <laughs> I think half of that is going to be unintelligible. I don't give a fuck. Have you ever listened to Ric Flair talk? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, there's a couple times. Watching his 30 for 30 was emotional, but also I was like, I have to rewind that because I'm... <laughs> just watching with subtitles, it's just I was like, yeah, like well, the, I not think, even words. It says inaudible. He sounds like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> I think they put they put subtitles on him without... I didn't have to do it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, brother, though, I still lived. I got my Rolex on. Got a plane covering for me, brother. I'm not going to stay here like Bret Hart did, but maybe I'll come back again because I'm the itch boy. And maybe next time I'll bring my baby girl, Charlotte, because she just makes me so proud. <laughs> Please don't ever come to my house ever again, Rick. <laughs> you know what, brother? Brett invited me over to party and all that. Oh, God. The itch boy. Oh, Rick. <laughs> Rick, Rick, just want to say it's an honor to be tied with you, and it's going to be great to pass yep. you for the titles. Yo, brother, you can pass me any day. I'll pass the torch on to you. Afterwards, we gotta go style and profile and limousine ride and jet fly, son of a gun. No, I am recently single, so I'm down to go. Oh, I don't want to fix your pervy ass John and pervy ass Rick. Who's on the internet and where? I don't want to. I don't want to picture pervy ass John and pervy ass Rick. You can find me at the Nature Boy on Instagram. Maybe I don't know. I don't run that. If you listen to I don't run that shit. If you listen to shoot interviews, I can drink anyone under the table except maybe you. Yeah, well, brother, I'd like to take that challenge. Uh, Hell, yes. John Cena has, still has a good Instagram. He just posts those stone cold things all the time. He does. Hey, I'm brother, an you should post more Ric Flair things. Woo! Uh, yeah, you can follow me on the internet 
at Oster Coaster. I almost said at Duck Shirt. Um, <laughs> at Oster Coaster on Twitter. <laughs> Why'd you say my stuff? I don't know. It's because you said what I say? Yeah. Follow me on the internet? Yeah. yeah. The Timmy Turner, if you will. Yeah, follow me on the Timmy Turner. Uh, at Blue Oster Colt with a V on Instagram. Um, I got an iPhone X, so I'm taking lots more pics. Um, of my friends. With three X's. Um, yeah, straight edge. I claimed again. No, I didn't. Um, uh, that's disrespectful to the straight edge culture, and I apologize. Um, he meant Triple X State of the Union. Yes. Yeah, actually, the last movie was the most fun I had at the theaters last year. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, go to bit.ly slash Boys merch and buy a shirt. Uh, we're still by we're still donating to RAICES races um, cuz fuck the border and I think that is all I am on the internet at duckshirt on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can follow me LinkedIn. there. Um, on LinkedIn at duckshirt. You can uh, follow <laughs> okay. my Indeed resume if you want to. It's <laughs> It's also posted on Indeed.com. He so, works yeah. across the street from the Applebee's. Give him, send him some mozzarella sticks. Send me some mozzarella sticks to go. I would appreciate it. Um, you can also uh, Uber Eats me some Big Daddy's barbecue. Yeah. Give me the Big Daddy sandwich because it's delicious. Um, yeah. You can follow me on the internet. Well, at, on Twitter at Eater of OV Worlds. And on Instagram at Teenage Colts, I didn't mean to sound like a robot. <laughs> All right, we got another John Cena in here. I don't know what you mean. He sounded like a human. Yeah, well, brother John <laughs> sounded like a, a fully functioning. He's human. a party instead of a gun. Uh, I'm at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Also at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. Check out Cute Dog Zeno at Zeno Pupperino on Instagram. Yeah, Zeno uh, Flair. And go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast and listen to yourself a goddamn fucking book, you pieces of shit. Yeah, books. listen to a fucking book. Jesus Christ. Books expand your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really on the internet right now, but you can follow me on Twitter at KT Macbeth. That's K T M C B E T H. Boom! Internet break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Kfabe Dad on Twitter at My Chemical Dad Pants on Great Instagram. Name. You can follow us yes. at Russell Boys Cast on Twitter yes. and at Genuine Russell Boys on Instagram. You can follow me at Mr. John Laurinaitis on Instagram. Oh please oh, God. don't! Is it just this is real. Is it just selfies? <laughs> it's it's me porking. Uh, Nikki Bella's mom. Oh, I, I guess I kind of want to follow that page. I kind of want to follow that page. That's a little it's creepy, the same man. picture of the Taylor Bella's logo a lot. Every time there's a new episode, oh, it's like my, the same photo. So oh, it's just God, like my Instagram promoting this podcast? You know, uh, you know uh, brother, I don't actually manage my own uh, social media accounts, but you can follow me on the internet. You can find me. I'm everywhere. I'm famous. I'm Ric Flair. Uh, do not, uh, just, don't, just don't follow John Laurinaitis or Ric Flair online. Hey, hey, you know what, Matt? I'm going to take you up on that offer. That's I'm moving in with Brett. That's me and shit. Brett are going to stay here. We're going to just wrestle around. We're going to watch our matches together. And, brother, we're going to be partying all night. Wait. And maybe this time. I actually got to go right now. Look at got to FaceTime my baby girl. Ashley, okay. I just love you so much. Are we going to start in, in uh, a... Uh, Seniors Exactly, uh, <laughs> brother. It's actually just Legends House starring Matt. Sorry, Legends starring starring my house. <laughs> yeah, it's starring Matt's house and Zeno the dog. 
<laughs> Somebody just. Zeno so you know would be a runaway star. I did not consent to this. <laughs> no, neither. Did I, but it's, it's beyond. Uh, this, is a, this is a runaway train. I mean, so I, I have a, a poor like episode of Raw. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking true. Someone's got to take that tat off, Barry. Yeah. Uh, dude, I tried to get my. So I ordered a like mystery shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees, and it was a Joey Ryan shirt that I do like a lot, but I can't really wear it out in public. Why? <laughs> Because it, it, well, it, it looks like a Monopoly guy, and it says Joey Ryan, uh, famous dick wrestler. No, video went viral. Collect dick money. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why the fuck wouldn't you wear that? No, I did wear it out to Winco. You get dick money. I I'm tw- I, I'm too old, man. To fuck be it. Who cares? Get that dick money. I tried to put the never shirt on old, fucking brother. Barry. Up Yo, there. brother. Yo, they say. You know, you're never too old because they say space mountain and sea. Oh god. Oldest ride, but the longest line. Rick, brother. you can wear my Joey Ryan t-shirt. <laughs> I got dick money too. Yeah. Well, I know. I do too. Ask Nikki and Bree's mom. I don't want to. I don't want to. Look at this picture of us together. Oh, God. I was right after we porked. All right. Gonna follow Johnny Ace's page. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, everybody. I'll be back soon. No. Thank you to Ric Flair. Thank you, Derek. Bret Hart. Well, you know, thank you. John Cena. Well, thank you. No much. one else. <sighs> oh, um, especially to Jenna <laughs> <laughs> and Katie for coming on to talk about women's wrestling because four dudes talking about women is dumb. Um, my daughters are Nikki nope. and Bree now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a baby girl. She's my daughter. She's my well. She's a better wrestler than I am. She's going to have a better career than me. I'm just so proud of her. But, you know, next time we got to do that, we're going to go out there. We're going to just go get drunk. Here we go. <laughs> well, shout out Dr. Blurg. Wear your goddamn shirt. Yeah, also I expect a reply before the next episode. Happy Recep Day, everybody. And WrestleBoys316 says, Rebel Girl, you are the queen of my world. Bye.